It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. It's still day one of MJ BizCon at the Las Vegas Convention Center. I'm here with Adam Young uh, with Realm of Caring. For those that don't know, what is Realm of Caring? Realm of Caring is a 501c3 nonprofit in the cannabis space. Um, we are dedicated to research, education, and client support. So uh, we started with two moms whose kids had irretractable epilepsy, and CBD was the only thing that um, brought them some relief. And so that's that's the starting of Realm of Caring. It was started by two moms just helping parents find solutions for their kids that pharma wasn't helping. Okay. So that's how we got started. A lot of people are familiar with um, uh, Charlotte's Web yeah. and Charlotte. Um, they kind of went out on, on a limb with epilepsy. And that's kind of when people saw epilepsy and, and, and the kids shaking and then immediately being able to stop from having, you know, even CBD, um, yeah. that changed the perspective for everybody. I think the regulators realized that that kind of got the – the American people behind it more than you know the the quintessential hippie getting high on the couch right so how has that progressed we've got a lot more people than ever um, agreeing with cannabis and I think the states will in my opinion will get there faster than the feds but how have you seen that progress and and adoption of uh, the, the whole stigma uh, uh, positively of, of cannabis rather than the, the negative stigma yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's we started in 2012 at a kitchen table, and now it's you know we have offices and things like that. Um, Charlotte, who you mentioned earlier, her mom is our co-founder, so we're near and dear. Um, we are separate from Charlotte's Web. A lot of people think we're the same, and we are not. Um, but the stigma has, I would say, over the last three years specifically, um, the majority of calls we got were from parents and kids. Now it's shifted. Now we're getting a lot of calls from the older population, geriatric population. Um, and so that is a shift that was very noticeable over the last couple of years. Um, was it the hemp bill that kind of loosened up that stigma or kind of put it at bay? I'm not sure. Um, but the fact remains that you know over the last couple of years, we are now um, shifting our clients, or our clients are now um, older in population than just kids. So I think the stigma is going away. Um, you know, it's taken a while and it's still there, but I think it's slowly shifting. So I was uh, quoted in um, Reader's Digest and they had a, a CBD book that they put out. So I got a lot of, of older folks in either medical only or um, non-regulated states. Yeah. And they were asking me, well, wh what did you use? The specific case I gave them was using a transdermal patch climbing up uh, the space needle for a, a nonprofit race, space-to-space -space race for charity. So I, I wouldn't have been able to do that without the transdermal patch from the intermittent pain. I could feel it like for a second or two and then it would go away. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm really grateful because without it, I would just be a complete mess. Yeah. So I kind of look at those products as being the trailblazer. And yet when people contacted me after reading uh, you know, my story, I told them about the entourage effect in THC and it went nowhere quickly. Yeah. No response, no, hey, thank you. Like, just like, I'm out of here. So are they truly open to cannabinoids or is it the CBD craze that's drawing people in? 
That's a great question, again. Um, I think that, uh, at least from our perspective, the majority of our calls are still CBD focused. Um, we help people in all facets of cannabis, whether it's THC, CBD, um, but much like yourself, that full spectrum, having that little bit of THC in there is vital to um, allow these products to do what they're you know, capable of doing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, that's, there's, um, I just, yeah, I, most of our calls are CBD focused, but a lot of our research dives, dives into THC and CBD. Um, so, you know, we cover all facets of the plant really and how we, um, you know, direct people or suggest how they go about using it or taking it. What's your business model? Are you guys, uh, you said 501c3, so you're yes. nonprofit. Does that mean that you're on GoFundMe every day or do you have a revenue uh, process? How, how do you generate sure. your revenue? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have five product companies that currently uh, are what we consider brands we support. So we have fully vetted them. We go to their grow operation, their extraction facility, their shipping facility. We look through SOPs, MSDS sheets, all these things. And if they pass our, um, you know, our uh, qualifications, I guess you could say, um, then they become a supported brand. That is a funding funnel. Um, they pay us money and we um, offer them client support. Uh, product companies are not allowed to tell their own customers how to take that product. So that's where we come in. Um, and so that is one revenue uh, funnel that, that I would say is probably, uh, that's how we started. But now we are shifting more into a, we still do client support, that's our bread and butter, but research is a huge component of what we do. And so um, part of my job as a development officer is to secure funding through individuals and not just companies. Um, and so that pivot has slowly been taking course over the last year, and that's kind of the direction we're going. Um, we accept donations online, um, monthly, one time from clients. We never charge for our services. Um, so those clients that do donate to us, it's out of their own heart. We don't ask money, we don't require money. Um, so strategically, product companies and individuals with high net worth that love what we do and want us to continue what we do um, are, is main, are two main funding funnels, I should say, for right now. Okay. Last year, uh, after the election, we saw at least five states jump on board in October and maybe a couple more um, at the beginning of 2021. There's been a lot of, of movement and excitement in the industry. What are a couple of goals that you guys have at Realm of Caring for 2022 and beyond to put yourself in a position to take advantage of those opportunities that the industry is presenting? Yeah. So. I think that um, you know we have three published manuscripts with Johns Hopkins. We're working on two more, and that is a really that's a, a major focus of ours is research. So, however, we can go about getting that research done because that is proving the efficacy that used to be anecdotal, but now we have research backing this, and that research is still going on today. Um, a couple of our research initiatives got shut down during the pandemic. We're hoping to gear those back up. Um, but that's how we see furthering our mission and our reach and our capacity is by providing efficacy of these modalities, cannabis, THC, et cetera. Are you looking for strategic partners? How can people 
find you? If people want to donate or um, have a chapter in, in um, South America or whatever, are, are you looking to expand? Are you looking for investments, not only donations? Um, what are you looking for and how can people get a hold of you? Yes, thank you. Um, they can find us on our website, www.realmofcaring.org. Um, and that is the perfect way to donate, to get in touch with us. Uh, we also have a, um, uh, uh, a business inquiry form. So if there's companies that want to partner with us, we fill out that form, it goes to me, I review it, and then we contact and go from there. Um, I would strongly encourage anybody that is serious and wants to commit to Realm of Caring. Um, my email is adam at realmofcaring.org. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and we can facilitate that conversation. Um, there's plenty of ways to reach us outside of our internet. You know, we have uh, our phones, 719-347-5400. Um, and that'll get you to the care team, to anybody um, that um, would be able to uh, take that phone call, accept the donations, and further the conversation. So those are the two best ways to get a hold of us. Awesome. All right, I think with that, we're gonna have to roll this one up. I wanna thank my guest, Adam Young. He's with Realm of Caring. Adam, appreciate you being on the Talking Hedge. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.